Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to About Progress. I'm Monica Packer, a regular mom and recovering perfectionist who uncovered the truest model to dramatic but lasting personal growth. It's progress made practical. Join us to leave the extremes behind and instead learn how to do something to grow in ways that stick. Women love to blame themselves when they fail at habits and I'm here to tell you that it's not your fault. To learn the number one reason why women must do habits differently, sign up for my free class of the same name at aboutprogress.com slash habit class. Again, it's totally free. Imagine this. You've just come off a particularly busy season. You managed to push through and meet all of your obligations, but in the process, you've lost touch with your most supportive habits and routines. Your sleep is off. Your self-care is almost non-existent. Right now, you've got a bit of a break before yet another busy season comes. But instead of falling right back into those golden routines you know will help restore you, you find yourself so depleted that you're having a hard time jumping back on the wagon. 
As I was preparing this, I took a break on Instagram and I found the best reel (laughs) that goes with this. I'm going to play it for you. What you see is this woman who is doing a quick cheer and I'll play you the audio that goes with it. And I will link it in the show notes if you're curious. You ready? Here we go. In five, six, seven, eight, I am ready to give up. (laughs) So good, right? Okay. If you are feeling that way right now, uh, this is where another progressor named Taryn recently found herself as well. So she and I hopped on a coaching call to help her pinpoint what her main hindrances were to getting back on the routine wagon and how to fix them. And make sure you stay tuned to the end uh, when we discover a fix that we were both surprised by. I thought this call was so timely to what many of you may be feeling right now, and I know I can raise my hand too. This call will give you perspective on your the routines that you've slipped up with and also provides some practical ways to get back to the supportive habits you really deserve to have right now. Taryn, thanks for doing this coaching call with me. Thank you, Monica. I'm excited to be here. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about you? Yes. Uh, My husband and I live in Northern Utah. Uh, Both of us work from home. I also teach piano lessons a couple days a week. And so we we keep ourselves busy and we do our best to enjoy life. Love that introduction so much. Today, you've come here for a little bit of coaching. Tell me what is going on for you that you're like, I would like some help with this. The past couple months have been really, really busy. Um, a couple months ago, it was alternated week by week. Somebody was sick. We were out of town. Somebody was sick. I was out of town. Then I was okay. recovering from all of that. And when you have a month like that, you kind of get behind in life. Things moving on, but you don't necessarily. You move in different ways. Mm -hmm. And so the next month I spent kind of catching up. And because I was catching up, I got caught in productivity mode. Yeah. That's not super helpful for my (laughs) (laughs) self-care. I need to figure out how to reset some of those routines and some of those self-care habits so that I can feel more fulfilled and less defeated as I show up to my day-to-day life. I love that phrase you just said. So I'm writing that down word for word, because to to me, that's going to become the guiding star of what our purpose here is to help you find more fulfillment and feel less defeated. So let me just ask a clarifying question. What about the productivity makes you feel defeated? Like when you get in that productivity mode? Um, I just can't stop. Like I just keep going and going and going. Okay. And then all of a sudden it's bedtime and I'm like, wait, I didn't rest today. I didn't take any time for me. And so then I end up staying, I end up staying up late, Mm. which puts me in that cycle of, well, now I'm tired. So the next day I have a slow start. And then I have to hit it hard. And then all of a sudden it's after dinner and I'm still going and got it. The cycle continues. And I'm sure part of the defeat, I wanted to say defeation. I'm like, what's the actual, how do you say this in a different tense? But let's just say part of that defeated feeling is because the cycle also never ends in terms of you're never like complete, (laughs) never arrive with the end of a, productivity yeah. yes. cycle. 
defeated and depleted. Mm-hmm. So mm. I, I just don't have anything to give because yeah, I fill my bucket. Okay. All right. If you were to word this as a question, how would you, how would you word that? Going back to routines, mm-hmm. I would say, how do I reset routines after a busy season and looking forward to another busy season okay. with the holidays that are coming up? That's right. We have both of those <laughs> right around the corner. Um, okay. So let's go back to the, the phrase I wrote down word for word. And I added a couple words now. So you want to feel more fulfilled less defeated and less depleted. That's the goal. Yes. Anything else you want to add to that? I want to feel rested. Okay. I think even when we're doing things, we can feel rested because we're not feeling rushed by all that needs to be done. Mm Mm-hmm. It also seems like you want to prevent getting caught in the productivity mode for the next busy season. Yes, definitely. So how to insert that rest amidst the busyness, Yes, not just between. Yes. Okay. What are some routines that you've had more self-care based that have helped you in the past feel more rested and more fulfilled? Okay. Um, in the afternoons, I would take time for myself um, because my name starts with T and time starts with T. Um, I call it Terran time. And so I would take Terran time at least 10 minutes okay. just to do whatever I wanted to do. Um, and the easiest thing for me to do is to read because I love to read. Yeah. Um, so some days are easier than others to fit in that Terran time. But that's one. And then the other is making sure that I have a solid digital sunset so that I'm putting away my devices and enjoying time to unwind at the end of the day, to relax, to spend time with my husband, which also sets me up for good sleep. Mm -hmm. And these are the two routines that were dropped or were they just not happening often enough? Were they not happening intensely enough? Tell me what the problem is. Um, the digital sunset for sure was dropped mm-hmm. um, because I was sick or out of town. That routine fell to the wayside. Okay. Um, the other thing that has been happening in my life the past several weeks is that there's been a change in our our weekly schedule for my husband and myself. Mm-hmm. And so there were times that he was away fulfilling church responsibilities that he is now not okay while he was away that was when i would insert some additional tearing time yeah also do some planning just some deep thought some thought work and some planning so that i was feeling ready for the week um i love having him home yeah i'm having a hard time finding time during the day or the week to reinsert those routines as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of a, a threefold thing where a couple of them would happen. A couple of those routines would happen 
daily, where this, the others would happen weekly. And the combination has left me worn down. Okay. Yeah. In addition to two really busy seasons that you're in between yes. as well. Okay. So that makes sense. You've kind of been hit on all, in all directions. Yes. Right. So to me, I feel like there's some bigger kind of questions here. And the one that I think most people will relate with is how do I get back on the wagon? Like, how do I get back on the, the wagon with certain self-care? When I say self-care, I just mean any routines that help you feel cared for, support it, right? Yeah. So how do I get back on the wagon with supportive habits and routines that I know work for me? Yes. Because those two, we don't need to really pick those apart. It sounds like, you know, they work, mm -hmm. you know, they help you feel rested and fulfilled. So it's less about what do I do to find rest and fulfillment? It's like, how do I get back on the wagon? That's one big thing. Yes. And the other for me is, well, there's three, actually. <laughs> the, the second one for me is what, what do I do at, when I'm really depleted? Okay. Yeah. And the third one is how do I handle um, the forced upon shifts that life brings me. Yes. Because not only is that happening right now with your, you know, the transition of you guys having different schedules, but it happens often, right? It happens with your piano students when you move from a summer to fall schedule or you're off for a holiday or, you know, you get new, new students and you drop off some others. Like there's always going and shifts with work. There's always going to be something. Okay. Yes. So we could make this like a three hour coaching call and, <laughs> and cover all three of those three. What's the one that you're like, Monica, help me with this right now today. Wagon depletion. I got to think of one word, <laughs> seasonal shift. I did two. Um, I think, well, it's a toss up between the wagon and the seasonal shifts. But I think yeah. if you start with the wagon and I'm they kind of work together. Yeah. That's yeah. good. They yeah. they relate to each other. Yeah, so let's say for whatever reason, circumstances make it so you fall off a wagon. Okay. Whether it's a shift in a season or it's a shift in health or it's a shift in workload, whatever it may be. Okay, you're off the wagon. What do we do about that? All right. Let's start by talking about how you view falling off the wagon for yourself personally. Like, do you have any like sneaky thoughts that come up about that with yourself? Like, do you get frustrated? Do you, do you get angry? Do you feel resentful? Do you go to sadness, apathy? Like describe that to me. Okay. So it usually comes up as I'm finally getting ready for bed and I just feel frustrated with myself. Frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, because I know that I can do what needs to be done. I'm just not doing it. Mm -hmm. So I have an I have a level of expectation for myself that I'm not meeting. And so, yeah, I feel frustrated. And then sometimes that moves into shame. Yeah. What does that shame sound like in your mind? Like if you were to put some words to the, the thoughts that are feeling shame. Come on, Taryn, mm -hmm. you've done it before, you can do it again. 
you shouldn't be in this 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 position this place you're better than this okay thank you for voicing those to be really honest i hear these same thoughts too when i fall off the wagon I think that's kind of our first default mode to go into is, is the self-blame and coupled with that frustration. And, and, you know, sometimes for a good reason, because we do know better, like we have lived it out better. Mm -hmm. So let's just make a little space for frustration, but let's try to root out the shame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. And, and the shame really is just built on a lot of them. Like you said, you talked about expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unmet expectations in yourself and what that means about you, like that somehow you mean less. Yes. Yes. And, and shoulds, yes. I should go to bed earlier. I should know how to do this. Mm-hmm. So here is honestly the first step to almost every problem I work on with coaching clients is the way we resolve things and work towards fixing them long-term too, not just short-term, is starting with awareness. So when you fall off the wagon like this, I actually want you to start with awareness of the feelings and the thoughts that are coming up for you that are connected to that falling off the wagon. Okay. So I, I just want you to track when you feel frustrated. I want you to notice When you have thoughts of blaming and shaming yourself, when you hear the shoulds, the literal should thoughts of, I should know better. I should be doing this. So we start with awareness, but next what we want to do is move to compassion. And to me, this looks like validation where you can validate some of these feelings that you choose to, that you think are actually wise. Like maybe you can say, yeah, this is frustrating. Okay. You're validating feelings. Another part of this is validating why you fell off the wagon too. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is where you kind of talk to yourself, you know, like you would a friend or someone that you really love, right. Or a young family member, like a niece or nephew that you really love and just be like, of course you're frustrated. And of course you fell off the wagon. You were sick. You were on work trips all the time. And then your husband was and you know, like validating. Let's stop there for a moment before I tell you what's next. Okay. okay. Let's start. Let's review awareness. Then we move into validation. That is, you know, buoyed up with compassion. How does that feel to you? Sound to you? What do you resist about that? It feels really good, actually. It feels like a breath of fresh air because now I have direction. In what way? I I know how to I know how to take a step towards the wagon now. Just by by being aware, like you said, yeah. noticing what's happening, maybe when it's happening and why it's happening. And then that compassion to realize there's a reason for it. It's not just because I'm failing. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that it's happening, which brings in that validation piece. Mm -hmm. Like literally my shoulders feel lighter now. Good. Yeah. I can honestly see it. I can see it in you. (laughs) Much more after the break. 
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you ever faced a season of change in your life where you just wish you had a manual to guide what it was supposed to look like and the steps you needed to take to move through it? I know I have. I especially felt this way as a freshman in college when I didn't even know the difference between undergrad and graduate. And I was signing up for grad level dance classes and I didn't know how to exercise or sleep or feed myself. I felt really lost and stuck. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual and navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure during a time of change, whether you are experiencing a shift with your career or you're having a new relationship or you've become a parent, which is so wonderful, but also so hard. Therapists are trained to help you during these times of uncertainty and times of change. When I have gone through these seasons myself more as, a, as an older adult, I'm so grateful that I've had therapists that had a manual of sorts to guide me through what my recovery would look like from eating disorders, how to work through depression, and more. They gave me the coping skills I needed, and they also knew the path that I had in front of me, so I wasn't scared with the many ups and downs that path entailed. If you're ready to work with a therapist, I highly recommend BetterHelp. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist, and if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash progress. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash progress. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. And a lot of people resist this for a couple of reasons. They might say like, if I, if I just like pat myself on the head, then I'll just stay there. And the opposite really most of the time is true um, because what you're also doing is gathering information. Mm-hmm you know, about like, okay, this, these are the obstacles I'm facing right now. Right. Okay. Those first two steps are like two thirds of the getting back on the wagon. If you try to jump to the third one that we're going to go on to next, then it's not going, it's going to be another should show. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good play on words. I'm so proud of that. (laughs) We, we want to avoid that because it's honestly just going to perpetuate a cycle of getting on and off, on and off the wagon in a shame driven way that does nothing long-term, but just give you more fuel for the shame show. And I, now I'll drop saying that all the time. Okay. So once you've noticed, you know, you've been aware, you've, you've noticed the feelings and emotions and thoughts are coming up for you. Then you validate, you validate the emotions, the feelings, you validate the circumstances. Then we move into choices. Now these choices need to be informed and they still need to be compassionate and practical. So I said, they need to be informed. When I say that, I mean, going back to the second step of validating the choices that are going to follow here are ones that are based in truth of what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. So that way you're not like, okay, tonight's the night, 9 PM, everything's off. And you're just like going down that, like, I'm just going to like use my grit and get through it. Okay. 
Because now, you know, like I, this is what's happening. I'm going through an adjustment period. Okay. Second compassion. I think we, we can know what that looks like here. Like compassionate choices means you're not doing the all or nothing route here and just like angry forcing choices. And the third one's honestly really, really important, practical to the, to everything else we just talked about. So for you, we want to think about how can I choose to get back on the wagon in these routines in ways that are based in my season and can be done both practically and compassionately. So I'm going to give you some space here to kind of brainstorm that out loud. What would that look like for you with one of these habits? We can start with one. So in a really weird way, what came to my mind is meal planning. Really? Yes. (laughs) I love how this happens. This is awesome. Tell me why. Okay. So (laughs) if I, on the days that I don't have a plan for dinner, I don't have an idea what, of what I'm going to make. It just turns into this really stressful experience. Yeah. What am I going to make? It's all frozen. Mm. And then I get frustrated there, which only spreads to the family. Yeah. So then my husband feels the frustration and then eventually we get to dinner, but it's late. Yeah. And so we're hungry, AKA hungry <laughs> or I am at least. Yep. And then I, I'm with by, you there. The time, by the time we get dinner cleaned up, I'm just like done. You're depleted. Yes. Which and is part depleted. of the cycle and defeated. Yes. And so and then you stay up later to try to fill that depletion and the defeat. Yes. Again, I'm trying to say defeation. <laughs> Let's make it a word. We can add it. Defeat. To the, right? It's just defeat, Monica. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But if I, if I'm able to like even throw a freezer meal in the crock pot early in the day, uh-huh. the instant pot earlier than I think, uh-huh. then that gives me space to eat when I'm hungry before Mm. I get angry and then the evening flows better and I can make better choices because I'm not hangry and I'm not frustrated my belly's full which helps my brain 100% okay so this is a great example too of why the first two steps of that getting back on the wagon were so helpful because otherwise if you just jump to the third you would have done like the, I'm working on these two other habits Mm -hmm. when really this, a big part of the domino line here is going back to this and doing that will lower the hurdle. So you can get back onto those other routines in ways that, you know, are still informed, compassionate and practical. Yeah. So you said meal planning, but then I also heard you talk about earlier meal prep. What, what would you like want to like compassionately <laughs> uh, prioritize? Um, probably just meal planning mm-hmm. because I have a lot of freezer meals, thankfully, that I can just throw in the Instant Pot. I have a lot of ingredients that I can use to make meals. Okay. I just need to remember to get them out of the freezer so that they can thaw. Or make sure I have those fresh ingredients. Okay. And do you have 
a meal planning routine that has worked for you well in the past that you'd like to prioritize? Or is this like, this is the new, new, new thing? Well, I've had several that have worked in the past. I haven't yet found the one that works all the time. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Okay. So with this, this is where I like, uh, you know, the, the, there's this part of me that's like, tell me about each of the other ways that you did it mm-hmm. and let's dissect them and pick them apart. Instead, I want us to simply just say, if you were to put on your objectivity hat <laughs> coupled with your compassionate scarf, I don't know what's happening right now. I think this oh, has wow. just been a day of me talking a lot and recording calls. <laughs> so we're getting a little bit of a weird version of Monica. So you have the objectivity hat, you've got the compassionate scarf and maybe the practicality lens. And you're just saying, what will work right now? What is enough right now to help me feel like I've got my meals planned? The quick and easy thing that comes to my mind right now is just deciding the night before. Like as I'm cleaning up dinner or we're cleaning up dinner or whoever's cleaning up dinner, I can just look ahead to tomorrow. It's a busy day, so we're doing an Instant Pot meal. Mm-hmm. Or I have a little extra time to cook. I'll make this recipe. Okay, okay. I wrote this down. And you know me with a WTA. We mm-hmm. we want to be clear, and you already did that. You're such a good professional progressor. Okay, when we clean dinner, mm-hmm. then I'll look ahead to the next day and decide our meal. You don't even have to write it down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to anyway, just so I don't forget. Okay. Okay. That works for me too. And then we also know when you do that, that the A here for our WTAs affirm, affirm that, but usually in the podcast, we just focus on the when then pairing. Mm -hmm. How does that feel? It feels good. Like it's another weight off my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And now you have like this fashion of, of, of the compassionate scarf too going on. Um, okay. This is, this is really, really cool. I'm just going to give you one more bit of advice with the other routines that you want to get back to. I want you to keep on the objectivity hat, the compassionate scarf, the practical lens here. And I want you to do the same thing with those. Okay. What's the, what's the version of this I can do right now? Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to start. Okay. And you can move back to the other baselines. Maybe you've created with those routines, or maybe you'll find the baseline versions already in place. You just got to believe it that yeah. you're okay to just do the baseline and force yourself to only do the baseline for a while. But I think you'll be able to get on the wagon a lot faster with, with those things in mind. Yeah, I think so too. So what are you going to take away from this conversation besides my incredible outfit <laughs> that I designed for you? I think I need a picture of that on my wall. So yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, Me too. Awareness and compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think awareness was where I, that's where I was forgetting. And because I wasn't aware, I couldn't use the compassion. Yeah. Because it just felt like there wasn't reason for it you're just getting lost in it like sucked into it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but bringing that awareness opens the door to compassion love how that works 
That's awesome. Well, Taryn, this has been, dare I say, fun. (laughs) For me, it has. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate your patience with my brain and my weirdness. And I'm so grateful that you took this time to be coached with me today. Thank you. Thank you, Monica. I appreciate you. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. I'm now going to share the progress pointers from this episode. This is where I share the notes that I took so you don't have to, and those on my go-getter newsletter get this in a graphic form each Wednesday. Number one, when you fall off the habit wagon before going into fix-it mode, first ask yourself, what are the thoughts I'm having about these fails that I'm connecting to myself? Number two, Next, focus on awareness, both of these thoughts so that you can speak to them and to the real circumstances that led to the fails. Number three, after that, focus on validating with compassion, both the emotions and the experiences you're having. And number four, finally, use the objective information you've gathered to make choices to help you practically come back to baselines of the habits and routines that will help you in the ways you need right now. I really hope that this can help you between some busy seasons and to help, you know, so that you can just feel supported. That's the main goal for habits, by the way. That should be what habits are. They're there to support you. As we are closing up November, I also wanted to thank you for those who have participated in our giveaway in celebration of six years of podcasting with About Progress. We did that just by leaving ratings and reviews on the podcast apps where you can. And again, this is really just a thank you. It's, It's so validating to read what helps you from this podcast and also gives me direction on what to do more of and even less of. Just as a quick reminder, you can always leave a review outside of giveaways. I rarely do them, but anytime you take just a few minutes to do that, it helps the show tremendously, especially between giveaways when, you know, ratings and reviews are a lot more scarce. (laughs) But if you really want to help the show, here's what you can do. Share about it. Share about it with a friend, a loved one, someone who you think could be interested in it. And thank you in advance. I'm so glad that you listened. Now go and do something with what you learned today. So today you have come here to help. We'll just redo that part. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.